for years and people go see them all those those you know high uh high-end upstate new york people come down to the city and they go see liza at the palace (laughs) currently undergoing renovation yeah Yeah. oh oh fun fact Hello, and welcome to episode 43 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your White Elephant's Party's production of Elf Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. And you can and should leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. To find out more about the Theater Nerd Cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing Broadway Divas. Broadway Diva! How many of these character, these divas have played uh, Mama Rose? We will see. Mm. Wow. Honestly, that's a really good point. Yeah. I did yeah. not think about that until now. Because, mm, we're starting like here, folks. What's up? We're, you know, we're starting here, Rachel. Uh, yeah. Hello, guys. It's been hello. a hot minute for us. For us. <laughs> yeah. I know for you guys, yeah. we were just here last week, but that is the yeah. magic of recording early. We love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Timed recordings. I know. But it's been uh, a while since we recorded in real time. Yeah. So we're we're getting back to the swing of things. We're back it's in nice, it. It's nice to see Rachel on my little tiny screen the technology oh i love it and we're gonna have so much fun talking about broadway divas of course we are yeah it's the perfect holiday you know first week of advent topic (laughs) (laughs) nothing says it's almost advent like broadway divas order your advent calendar now like wherever you are just four small payments of 29.95 Honestly, a Broadway diva calendar. <laughs> Wait, I'm here for that. Each month. Okay, I think that, right, like, one of the organizations yeah. yes. <laughs> needs uh, one of the nonprofit, like, yeah. Actors' Equity or whatever. Yeah. They need to make that. I would mm-hmm. buy that. Yeah, a little desk calendar. You rip it off. Each day I mean, is a Broadway diva. Even if it was just by month, of course. True, true. And there's, like, a yeah. little saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm really yeah. here for that. Yeah. So we are yeah excited to talk about the divas. Um, <laughs> listen, I think to get into it, we should quote none other than the the poet, the wonderful poet, um, 
Beyonce. <laughs> a a female a, a a diva is a female version of a hustler of a of a hustler. Of a of a hustler. <laughs> of a of a of a hustler. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a diva. That. Hey, I'm a I'm a. <laughs> Maybe we'll drop that. that in somewhere. You know. <laughs> the poet. We'll just randomly drop it in. Every time we mention a diva, it'll be I'm a I'm a diva. <laughs> <laughs> people Um, hate us (laughs) yeah you know Uh, this is how we do it we're back together for the christmas season i hope everyone you know if you celebrate christmas hanukkah kwanzaa here we are you know get ready for this time because we're gonna have a ball this this month so what is it when you think about the word like diva what is the first thing that comes to mind because i think it is typically a negative connotation but i don't know is that oh I don't know. Wow. Okay. That's that's really interesting. I was going to ask you a similar question. So I'll uh-huh. go first. Um, I I don't think a I don't think a broad when I hear the word Broadway diva, mm-hmm. I do not think of a bad connotation. Right. Now, when someone says, "Oh, they're such a diva," like. Mm-hmm then I think that sounds like a bad connotation. But Broadway divas, to me, it means that you don't even have a word for how big and bright and star they are. They're such like a big star that there's not even a word for it. And they're a diva. They do it all. They are everything. They Mm -hmm. kind of float above the earth is kind of maybe how I feel. They also work really hard. I think that's Mm -hmm. the other thing that... Mm-hmm. There's a difference between being a diva and being famous. Mm-hmm. And often mm-hmm. if you are a diva, you are famous. But just because you're famous or like have our Broadway star or Broadway famous, it does not mean you're a diva. In True. my opinion, divas are working hard or they have at least in the past. They often have some kind of legacy. They're old enough. Like Broadway divas aren't just new to the game. They, they have like a legacy often mm-hmm. and there's kind of a brand about them. They have a certain mm-hmm. kind of type of either character or way that they come onto the stage. And one last thing before I want to hear your thoughts. They're the person who when they're in the show, there is a ginormous applause mm-hmm. when they come on stage. Not just like a, yay, we know that person from television or yay, a famous actor. Yep. Like there is a applause, there is potentially screaming. Mm-hmm. There is like, mm-hmm. I cannot believe I'm in the presence yeah. of this Broadway diva. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think yeah, like you were saying, diva. I think sometimes we think of like, oh, the people that oh, get my latte for me or like get yeah. my whatever. Um, but Broadway divas also, yeah, they have this like presence and i love that you talked about like doing the work because also listen this is what really is different about the broadway space is that it does take a lot of time and yeah you have to put in a lot of work to do the actual show and then you're also doing the show live eight times a week so that's very different than movies television you know any other form of entertainment um right and you have to make it unique and different and, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like consistent each night, but also like every show is going to be different because it is live. And yeah. So 
I also want to reference, listen, the literal definition of a diva. There's actually three definitions. Have you looked this up? No. (laughs) The Oxford definition. The first one is, I find this very interesting. The first one is a famous female opera singer is the very first definition Uh, of a diva. So I actually was going to ask, I was going to ask, does the... Do divas, which is an interesting question for mm-hmm. who we have on our list and potentially right. why there are certain yeah. people on our list versus others. Do they need to be mezzo soprano soprano? Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. Right, how do you feel? All right, continue. No, I don't know. It's just a okay. question I have. Um I think actually maybe most of them maybe are, but I think some well, maybe all of them are sopranos. I think about it. A lot of them are belters. Yes. It's a style. I think potentially maybe not their range, but the way that they stylize their voice is partly Mm -hmm. what makes someone a diva or can lead to their diva status. Okay. Tell me the other two definitions. Sorry. The second one is a famous female singer of pop music. So very interesting you know opera and pop also they both have female in the definition so they're automatically gendering that which is interesting and then the last one is a self-important person who is temperamental and difficult to please in parentheses typically used of a woman (laughs) yes Yeah. yeah yeah Apparently, the male version is called the Devo, but I have never heard that term. So, Devo. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you the yeah. Devo. I'm Vivo the, the Devo. Vivo <laughs> the Devo. Not Vivo. No. no. How Bring did we get Vivo. back to Vivo? <laughs> no. Vivo I was can't. really a big Devo. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It always oh. comes back to Vivo. So anyway, shut it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay. yeah. Let's start on our list. I think probably some of you listening who are thinking about some of the Broadway divas may already know. You know you what? Who, know. Yeah, know who we're going to be talking about. But yeah. also, well, maybe before we start, why do we think it's important to talk about Broadway divas? What do you think, Rachel? Oh. Good question, Taylor. Thank um, you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, first I of think, all, I think it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, besides the you obvious know. that we're like, yes, it's fun. I think when I when I was thinking about who are Broadway divas, right. Taylor, I even talked to Taylor about this a little before we recorded. It was hard for me to figure out, okay, well, is this person a Broadway diva or are they more like a film and Broadway star? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this person mm-hmm. old enough to be a Broadway diva at this mm-hmm. point? Mm-hmm. Is it because other people who are divas have termed them and divas? Like, is there is this a class of people, right. uh, Broadway people, who like they are above others and not in like a bad way necessarily, mm-hmm. but just in like a league of their they're in a league of their own. Maybe that's right. a good way to yep. Yep. to say that. Love that um, movie. Yeah, also same. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I do think it's important to talk about because, number one, it sheds light on some Broadway history. Number True. two, I, we should be talking about women. And I I think that we'll see some trends of what roles certain people have played. And I think that mm-hmm. that leads also to potential future categories of 
potential divas or potential stars, right? Like we know that if you landed this, the, you know, if you landed, I can only think of Susical at the moment. If you landed Gertrude McFuzz mm-hmm. um, versus if you were Mama Rose, mm-hmm. your status in importance within the Broadway community might be different. Yeah. Um, you know, well, obviously if, everyone loves if, Gertrude McFuzz early, more. If Patty Lapone played Maisie, that would be amazing. I just want to say. Honestly, it would be amazing. But Patty, remember, Patty is done with Broadway. But yeah. anyway. Oh, right, right, right. right. We got to talk about in that, too. In a non-equity musical. Yeah. yeah, in a non-equity In our non-equity musical with Sundaya and Tom Holland, Patty Lapone. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. Over. That is so good. That is so good. Uh, dreams yeah, I also think up. it's interesting because we'll talk about different – like there really is kind of divas for specific eras and yeah. and yeah. also there are some for the modern time too like now i mean there are in my opinion some divas that are you know on broadway today and yeah that's, and that's i think we can talk about some up and coming potential divas for sure and i think the other thing that we'll talk about which we because we will have to the majority of the people who we're going to name are white Mm-hmm. They're white actresses. Sure. They're white. Yeah. They're yeah. white Broadway divas, and I think that I, I once again want to say part of this is based off of the roles that people have had and in, mm-hmm. in creating that, and and I also think that we potentially live at, still, and I know we we did certainly before in a time where certain people were only allowed to play these roles, these big star roles because of audiences and because of what we thought fit. And I think that goes back to my question about, do we think that style relates or our understanding of stylized singing relates to what a Broadway diva is Mm -hmm. um, and how that might change in the future of who we think actually is a Broadway diva or was in the past that we didn't name. I think there's a lot of that too. True. I wonder what the, the next 20 or 30 years will look like for Broadway Divas. Oh, for sure. Who knows? For sure. Who knows? It'll be, sure. it'll be interesting. But I think some of this right. is changing as well because we're in this age where we actually want people who are going to produce or be a part of shows that are not necessarily revivals and that go on to do many roles in, in different ways and stretch themselves theatrically and artistically and that is different, I think, than having a diva who played similar roles, who, you know, composers wrote um, uh, their roles for them that looked the same that they mm-hmm. could play on and off Broadway. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I think it's just, you know, it's ever changing and we'll see. I think Broadway, we've talked about it before, but Broadway right now is a big changing landscape because of covid and a lot of other things so it's kind of a very big transition period so it'll be interesting to see what you know comes along in the next couple decades but we will be here reporting it until it you know until we we, you know keel over i don't know (laughs) we'll be be here until sometime you know a unexclosed, in in unex, you know, a non-disclosed date. Non-disclosed. 
Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. All right. So who is the first diva you want to? Yeah. Who is the first one you want to shout out here? Because I know um, Rachel and I had a lot of the same ones. So yeah. Well, I'll go with I'll go with one, um, and then I know. Yeah, you can name a few of the Mm -hmm. others too. Uh, One that came to my mind that is probably not the originator of a Broadway diva, but in my mind, it grew up thinking that this person was, and that's Mm -hmm. Ethel Merman. Ethel Merman. Who was born in 1908 and died in 1984. So, Mm. you know, was a legend before I was born, obviously. (laughs) Um, And she really, I think the reason I know her is from Anything Goes, from Mm -hmm. Reno. She originated the role of Reno Sweeney. Yeah. Um, But she's done some insane other things. And Irving Berlin loved, loved Ethel Merman. She was a stage... And screen uh, actress who mm-hmm. was really big. I, I don't even know how many TV movie things that she did. Um, but there's no business like show business really became Ethel Merman's number one song that she would sing mm-hmm. at every concert, yeah. everywhere she was. Um, there were some other really important performances that she did. Her first show was actually Girl Crazy, which I know a little bit about. It's a George a Gershwin musical. And st- starting in 1930, mm. so George, George and Ira Gershwin, um, and the only song I know from this is um, "I Got Rhythm," I believe, is from mm-hmm. this show. Yeah, uh, and I know it also because Judy Garland was in the stage production with Mickey Rooney. Um, wow, what a cast! The, a, after. I think he came to, on 19, in 1930 or so, so it was long, a, a while after. Anyway, so Ethel Merman, big Crazy. star, and and you know yep. what else she she played in? I'm sure you want to say we talked about this. Oh, and she Gypsy. played in Annie Get Your Gun, and she played in Gypsy and Hello Dolly, yeah. and all those. Um, she, she won two Tony Awards. She was nominated for three, and then was given a special Tony Award in 1972. Um, but she won her first in 1951 for Call Me Madam. Um, and then she also won a Golden Globe for Call Me Madam. I guess they turned it into a movie. She won a mm-hmm. Grammy Award for Gypsy. She won a Drama Desk for Hello, Dolly. So, crazy. All Look she needed was an Emmy. All she needed well, was an Emmy. Oscar. Just kidding. And an Oscar. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> so close. So close. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, yeah, there's a lot. I, I'm There are a lot of videos of her on shows mm-hmm. at the time, television shows, performing. Mm-hmm. She came on as herself. This was the era for TV host talk shows, which I guess it is still nowadays. Yeah. But it feels so different now. Like, this would have been everyone would have watched her come on and yeah. perform. Um, yeah. Like, you know. Anyway. Yeah. I love that. So. Um, yeah. I'm- Another one I want to reference who we just lost recently um, mm-hmm. was the incredible um, uh, Angela Lansbury. And she was just such a, what a treasure to yeah. the entertainment industry as a whole. In general. Um, yeah. She did so many things, even up until, I mean, she passed away. I mean, she apparently, mm-hmm. is it is it her and... 
Stephen Sondheim, I think Red is going to be, are going to be both in, in the new Knives Out movie, I think I read. So that'll be both of their last. Oh, um, no way. I think oh. I read that somewhere. But I, I may be wrong. That. Yep. Her last film, her final film world will be a cameo in, in the Glass Onion, the Knives Out movie. And I know Sondheim's also in it too, so that's really cool. Wow, that's crazy. And um, they, uh, Angel Lansbury is also in the Mary Poppins sequel that came out a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. and that was super fun. And so she was doing Mm -hmm. stuff up until, you know, she died. She was ninety six when she passed away this year. So Mm -hmm. she is incredible. She um, again was born nineteen twenty five. And then, um, I know, passed away this October. She has won seven Tony, seven Tony Awards. One of them a Lifetime Achievement Tony, which Mm -hmm. was this year. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was nominated for, oh, she was nominated for eight and she won. um, So she, she lost, she only lost twice, which is kind of crazy. That's crazy. Um, very crazy yeah so she has many many tony awards she got an honorary academy award in 2013 um and then um nominated for a bunch of grammys and and Lawrence olivier awards and drama desk and stuff like that so she left a huge legacy of course her originating um mrs lovett and sweeney todd which we talked about on our spooky episode and Mm -hmm. Um, the King and I and Gypsy again, another Gypsy. Gypsy. Yeah, I would have loved to see her in Gypsy. That was, that I know. Been, yeah, and then also, you know, of course, voicing uh, Mrs. Potts and Beauty and the Beast, yeah. and being in Bread Knobs and Boomsticks, and yeah, she what a legacy. And Murder She Wrote and Murder She Wrote. Yeah, of course, such. What a what a diva! What a diva! And she was yeah a Broadway and a and a West End diva. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So speaking of Angela Lansbury, uh, Elaine Stritch um, replaced her in a Little Night Music Ooh. in 2010. Oh my! I didn't I know, know that. I believe that. I believe that that's true. We can find out. Yeah. So Elaine Stritch was born in 1925 and passed away in 2014. Uh, she was also a Broadway actress and then moved a little bit more to television and then came back to Broadway, mm-hmm. which is kind of similar to Angela Lansbury. Um, yeah. Yeah. She debuted in 1946 on Broadway with a comedy Loco that I know nothing about. Um, and she received four Tony nominations for that show, which wow. I know nothing about. So that's wow. also, once again, yeah, crazy. Um, crazy. She played in a lot of shows that I, I don't fully know, Bus Stop being mm-hmm. one of them, uh, but also was in Company in 1970. Yeah. Um, so I know that one. Uh, and she sang, of course, Ladies Who Lunch. Yeah. Which, yep. Um, Yep. She's also been in the West End as well. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. And if you guys ever have a chance to watch the original cast recording documentary about company, mm -hmm. she is very much featured in it. And is such a joy to watch her 
perform and all of them i mean i don't know if you've seen clips of it rachel but all of them singing the company in the big recording studio and all of them are like smoking while they're singing and like there's all the smoke in the air and it's like wow this is totally the 70s yeah (laughs) like it's so crazy amazing yeah amazing so she was nominated for um five tony awards and she won um, her, her first Tony Award in 2002, which we covered on one of our Tony's Rewinds yeah. um, for the special theatrical event, which I don't believe yeah. they do anymore. Which, <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Do but isn't that crazy that she was nominated her first mm-hmm. Broadway? This is something I find very interesting because when you yeah. read the rest of her resume, she was on Broadway and then also touring and then also yeah. – doing like kind of more local theater which Mm -hmm. is very interesting because her first her first show on broadway she received four tony noms yeah yeah and so you think that's the beginning and then she doesn't win a tony award or is nominated Mm -hmm. until 2002 very weird so that was for elaine stretch at the liberty which was a one-woman show and she also won two emmy awards for that elaine stretch at the liberty liberty show as well so yeah very interesting yeah she's she she's definitely one where i think is broadway diva and even her wikipedia page her picture (laughs) makes her look like such a broadway diva (laughs) it's so great amazing it's so great oh my gosh okay i'm ready let's do it you do it bernadette oh no you take on peters yeah no you got it oh okay let me we'll tag team bernadette Okay, well, she was born in 1948. I'll start yep. with that. Still Cannot alive. I believe she's 74. I know. I know. I know. She looks freaking fantastic. Yep. I yep. don't understand. She is doing the work. I will say, yeah. okay, just as an aside, I was watching. It's been a big football week, as everyone can imagine, because it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> and it's Not for me. <laughs> this is a time. I don't watch it either, yeah. but it's all around me. And also and, um, football, soccer. So. Oh, yeah, we're also in the World Cup. Right. So there's World just Cup. lots yeah. of things, lots of things. But I'm talking about American football. So American football, there was this thing I saw on ESPN, and it was talking about coaches and their number one mm-hmm. quarterback and, like, how well those pairings have gone. And so I think if there was a Broadway equivalent of this, it would be not directors. It would be composers and Broadway divas and their pairings, which I think Love would it. be very fascinating. Yeah. And if Stephen Sondheim had a, in my opinion, if he had a diva who he was paired with, it would be Bernadette Peters. Yes, but also if you think about it, he has he actually has a lot. I mean, we could I know, have named... but like when I yeah. associate them, I know when I I just can't. It's hard for me to think about Bernadette Peters and not think about Sondheim. Sondheim, right, right. Well, there's also another one that I would argue that we're going to talk about later that oh, also yeah. could be compared with Sondheim. So it's true. Yeah, it's true. So Bernadette is a living legend. Um, yes, she's done. She's done so much. I mean, truly has done so much work in the past. You know, like four Seven decades or five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in her lifetime. In her lifetime, obviously, including musicals Mac and Mabel, Sunday in the Park with George, Song and Dance, Into the Woods, The Goodbye Girl, and Get Your Gun. Which, did you see that one or you saw, Mm-mm. did you see Annie Get Your Gun? Oh, I thought you did. No. Um, Gypsy again, here it is, Gypsy. Uh, A Little Night Music, Follies, and then Hello Dolly. Amazing. Yes. 
I think at yeah. some point these shows just keep coming around for one of these divas to do them. That's so, exactly yeah. my point, I think. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, film roles, some well-known um, silent movie, The Jerk, Pennies from Heaven, and then Annie, of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, so she's got a Hollywood Walk of Fame. She's also still in TV shows, as mm-hmm. we've expressed. Also um, Smash. Yes. Awesome. She was nominated Smash for is. seven Tony Awards. She has won, I believe, three Tony Awards. Which is not enough. No, this is two. what I'm saying. I she, don't understand. Oh, no. She's won three. She's won three. Sorry. I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It is very crazy. And and not even for Into the Woods. She didn't win for Into the Woods. She didn't win for Sunday in the Park with George. Yeah, kind of crazy. As we discussed, she was not nominated for Into the Woods. Right. Right. She was only nominated for Drama Desk. That's right. That's right. Because she came out and presented to mm-hmm. to um. <laughs> wait, what's her name? Why can't I think of her name now? Um. <laughs> Wait. Oh. Why? Joanna Gleason. Joanna Gleason. Yeah. She came in presented to Joanna Gleason. That's crazy. It wasn't that It is crazy. Love it. Oh, what, a, what a time we live in. <laughs> I know. Uh, I mean, we weren't living then, but you know. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cheetah Rivera. We got to talk about another another amazing living legend. So born in 1933. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also crazy. And she's still hanging out. She obviously originated the role of Anita in West Side Story. Love it. Alma uh, Kelly yep. in Chicago. And was uh, the most important role of her life, obviously, was in The Kiss of the Spider Woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> Because it is. You just, I said West Side Story and I said yeah. Chicago and then I said Because of the Spider Woman. That's why it's funny. Um, yeah. She was originally in Guys and Dolls, I think. Um, that was her first Broadway show. She was just a replacement. And I don't think mm-hmm. she was, she just, I think she just danced. She didn't have a role. She was just in the ensemble. Ensemble. Uh, which is kind of crazy. And then mm-hmm. I think five roles later, she's originating. Anita. What? Yeah, insane. And um, she was not she nominated. She was not nominated for um, Anita, which is kind of crazy. That is crazy. She yeah. was in Bye Bye Birdie and nominated. Yeah. So she was nominated uh, for, which is crazy because I feel like Anita now is like the most covered. Like that's the role you win an award yeah. for, obviously. Because. Right. Rita Moreno won an award for it. Karen Oliva won an award for it. And Ariana DeBose won an award for it. So Yeah. Crazy. Well, and she went on from West Side Story, really. That, that to me, I think, her experience there was most likely how she got into Sweet Charity, the film. Right. Um, right. I think. Yeah, yeah for sure. She was nominated for seven Tony Awards or has been nominated for seven. Um, she has won. Let me make sure I get this right. Two, right? She has won. She's won two, but she's been given a lifetime um, achievement okay. in theater in 2018. So technically she has three. But uh, yeah, yeah. Go Cheetah. She's you, 89. Isn't that crazy? I know. 
She did win for the Kiss of the Spider Woman, so. I know. The best role. Listen, it's coming to the Kennedy Center, and Rachel and I are going to go see it. So. <laughs> We're going to go. We have to go. But yeah, yeah Gina Rivera, definitely an amazing woman. Yeah. Um, best, I mean, best known probably for her dancing. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But she is quite an amazing. I would definitely put her up yeah. there as a Broadway diva for sure. Yeah. And she does those Candor and Ebb collabs. I mean, she does. She does Chicago. She does Kiss of the Spider Woman. She does Nine, which is a Candor and Ebb. Mm. She, oh, no, that's Mari Gaston. I'm sorry. That's not Candor and Ebb. She does The Visit in 2015, which is in Candor and Ebb. So she which does was a her lot most, of. Most recent. Right. What's her most recent? So but she, she does, obviously was in Tick Tick Boom as a cameo. Yes, so. that's true. That was a wonderful, a wonderful cameo. Love it. You talk about Jennifer Holliday because I don't have her. So, Okay. Jennifer Holliday, born in 1960, still alive. She's the, one of the younger of this tier of our Broadway divas. So she's 62. <laughs> um, and clearly, if you don't know her name, you've never seen Dreamgirls. You've never heard of Dreamgirls. You've been yep. living under yep. a rock. You don't know anything. Yep. Um, I guess you just that- know Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> Yeah, you. But still, this was her start of her Broadway career was Dreamgirls, and she, mm-hmm. yeah, it was um, amazing. She's amazing. Um, she won a Tony for that in 1982, um, and it. she also won a Grammy for a song off of that wow. show. Yeah, um, and she's pretty much just known for. That one song. No, I'm just kidding. No, she's. I mean, <laughs> no, she's also no. a singer, no. um, and yeah. not just a Broadway person. She had a disc. Dis- what dis? Co- what discography? Disog- How do you say that? Discography. Discography. That feels wrong. Yeah, I think that's Good. Right. back to me not knowing how to say anything. But yeah, it's okay. At that time, yeah. um, but uh, before, I mean, writer, I guess. Right after Dream Girl, she ended up having her disco- discography. Discography? Dis- yeah. Discography. So I'm going to say it. Yeah, that's right. Um, yes. Amazing. And then she was in Greece, so let, let, lest us not forget, in Chicago. And then she was in Like Jazz and in The Color Purple, um, mm-hmm. the revival. Yes. Um, what did we say? She won a Grammy. She's won two Grammys, but she's won. But she played Shug. She won the the Grammy um during her time. Yeah. Right after her time. Also, Chicago, house. Greece. Your Green favorite girl. show. She played the Teen Angel. That's what I yeah. said. Amazing. Right. So Amazing. yeah, and she obviously has lots of songs. Yeah. You should yeah. know who she is. Absolutely. Everyone listening. Um, Rachel's pointing her finger. Next, I think Eliza Minnelli. I mean, she's yeah, uh, quite possibly, you know, of course, the daughter of Judy Garland, um, and Vincent Minnelli, whoever that is. No, I'm just kidding. Whoever <laughs> a fa- that uh, is, a famous stage director, uh, director of movie musicals as well. Mimi and St. Louis. I bet you that's where him and Judy Garland met. Um, she was born in 1946. She's 76 years old. Um, I'd like to say, you know, gosh, what a high bar you had to get. I mean, your mom being Judy Garland. But she egots. 
Yeah. So she's she good. does. She really beats her. <laughs> she really one ups her mom. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Liza Minnelli isn't he got Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony winner. Um, she is best. I would argue she's best known for cabaret. I think that's mm, probably okay. the thing. What do you I'm disagree? Probably. No, I think you're right. Probably. <laughs> but also the movie. She's in the movie. Yeah, she's in the movie. Yeah. I think that's the one that people I mean, would I probably, think... yeah, yeah, notice her for. Know. But yes, Chicago though is probably. But it's hard too really because when her. your when your mother is Judy Garland, it's like oh that's that's yeah. Okay. But she um, has been in a ton of movie and television work, but also has done a lot of discography, as Rachel has said. The word, and um, but also does come back to the theater and does her one woman shows, but also does. um, Don't worry, she's back doing her one woman shows for years at a time. Yeah, for years, and people go see them. All those, those you know, high, uh, high end upstate New York people come down to the city, and they go see Liza at the palace. currently undergoing renovation yeah oh yeah. oh fun fact <laughs> so yeah um she is uh of course is what i read here she's contributing as a uh, minnelli status as an enduring gay icon so I um i think that's I also con- contributes to her divaness um as and she's well. won how many tonys two yeah let me just double check no, oh, she's won pretty. more than that. She's won four Tony Awards. One of them was a sp- special Tony Award. Um, okay. She's been nominated for five. So um, one was Liza at the Winter Garden, special Tony Award. One was special theatrical event, Liza at the Palace. <laughs> and then so two of <laughs> them were... That's you you're a Broadway diva. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. When, true. You're, when your own show about yourself yeah. or for yourself yeah. wins a tony award yeah twice yeah. and then one of her shows the act which was a kinder and ebb special mm. it says here it was a written it was written to showcase the talents of kinder and ebb favorite liza minnelli who portrayed michelle craig a fading film star attempting a comeback as a las vegas singer so really oh. kind of like playing herself i guess i don't know i guess <laughs> yeah i love that yeah. So very interesting. Liza. Liza. Yeah. And of course, okay. no one can forget last year at the Academy Awards presenting her and Lady Gaga presenting Best Picture at the Oscars was just so sweet. Aww. And and heartwarming. She's so cute. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I will say maybe we save this next diva for last cuz I think she's the most diva out of all of them. She's okay. like the top spot. I think she's the cherry on top of okay. Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So All maybe right. we move into some modern divas. Okay. I have modern a, a, well, also, divas. actually, one of them I was going to mention just of our older generation pack it was going to be Bette Midler, who I thought Ooh, of. Oh, good, um, good. Yeah, yeah. Bette, you know, we can't forget her. She was born no. December 1st, 1945 in Honolulu, where Rachel just was. Um, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> 
76. Numerous awards. She's gotten four Golden Globes, three Grammys, three Emmys, and two Tonys. She has done it all. I mean, of course, we can't forget the Sanderson sister. Um, I know. Yeah. That's so, then, that, uh, that movie, I don't know if we ever talked about it, but the second movie was so good. Oh, love it. Love, I don't think so we good. did. I need more of that. Yeah. I need her in my life. And of course, no one can forget her comeback to Broadway in 2017 in Hello, Dolly, which I believe you saw, right? No. Oh, I keep no. thinking you've seen all these shows. And I, thought you did. <laughs> I know. I wish I had. I thought, I I thought you I saw Gavin. I thought you saw Gavin. No, I've, I've never seen Gavin on the stage. Oh, my goodness. I saw, I saw him do a, a special one night, just him, at the Kennedy Center. But I've never seen him perform a musical, which is why I need to. I need to. Into the woods, baby. We I need know. to go. But, yeah. <laughs> but that Midler in Hello, Dolly. Yeah. Incredible. Oh, love her. Love her. Love it. She seems on also a good name for a, a pet. Pet Midler. I just <laughs> want to put that out there. Uh, maybe some, most of these are Ethel, Liza. I'm just saying. Um, I'm about to name all of my pets yeah. after Broadway. Yeah. Divas. I have some idea of maybe some modern divas that yeah, we talked about, but it. I actually thought of some more too while we were ta- while we were talking about the older okay. divas. Okay, we'll go for it. Say one. Well, some that come to mind. I mean, we talk about like Audrey McDonald. We talk about yeah, for sure uh, Kelly O'Hara. We talk about Absolutely. those gems. But I also want to represent some of our modern gals as well, like Jesse Mueller. Um, mm-hmm. I even want to shout out maybe like a Cynthia Revo in Ooh. there, or maybe a, a Stephanie J. Block over here. Ooh. And also, oh, that's a spicy one. Ooh. Saving the best for last, maybe uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's this is hard because uh, definitely the first two you mentioned, Audra McDonald and Kelly O'Hara, are for sure Broadway divas. And this yeah. is what I get to, where it's like, do you have to have been performing for a certain amount of time in order for you to be a Broadway diva? Like, or does mm-hmm. it just happen? Is it an right. air about you? I don't know. Right. But Audra McDonald and Kelly O'Hara, I believe, are basically around the same age. Audra's right. a little bit older by like four years. So, so they yeah. are that like upper 40s, mid 50s range, mm-hmm. which is just the proper time for us to be like they're in their prime of being a Broadway diva. Yeah. It means that they are still being able to potentially originate roles. They're still in that space of being on Broadway probably more frequently if they choose to be. And they're yeah. not just being asked in because they're reviving a, a title or uh, an, a role that they've had in the past or that mm. another Broadway diva has had in the past. I think that they're they're still at that point where they're reaching. I think this is a peak moment. Yeah. Because people, it's taken this long for people to know who outside of Broadway and Broadway people to know who they are, for them to stand right. apart from all these other amazing people. And then they're just like above and beyond. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do want to say Audrey McDonald is six years older than Kelly O'Hara. Oh, I thought so. Four. Okay, so I six. know. Yeah, I just put them in similar categories because I love them yeah. both so much. Yeah, and they Audrey love McDonald each other, has... and it's so cute. I know they do. It's so amazing. It's I do want to so say cute. Audrey McDonald has won six Tony Awards, which is insane. Bless. 
She's been nominated for nine Tony Awards altogether, which will probably be a tenth this year with her play Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. she is in. So Kelly O'Hare has been nominated for seven Tony Awards and has won one for the King and I. Wow. For the King and I. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. I believe it. It's just interesting that when Audra won that Best Featured Actress Tony in 1994, she just kind of cruised. Like, she just kept going. She just kept winning and winning and winning. and Yeah, for Carousel. And -hmm. then, you know, her last one was in 2014 for Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill. Yeah. And, yeah, so. She's had such a range. I feel Audra McDonald has had such a range of of, of theater. Shows. I mean, she's been in Carousel, The Secret Garden, which and Ragtime. Lest us right. not forget, she's also been in yep. Sweeney Todd and Dreamgirls and Henry the Fourth and A Raisin right. in the Sun and Wonderful Town and Anyone Can Whistle. Like she's yeah. just been in Porgy and Bess, mm-hmm. Twelfth Night. She does so much. That's maybe this is why I think she's a Broadway diva. I think she just mm-hmm. does so much, and she yep. constantly puts herself out there both within the stage whether she's singing or not and television mm-hmm. whether she's representing herself or not i mean i yeah. think she was in like a kid's show recently well yeah and don't forget funny. both of them are also going are in the show the gilded age audra oh yeah in the gilded age and kelly in the gilded age also featuring a lot of broadway is actors and actresses. in the gilded age i i believe so yes she is so yeah i think yeah. definitely audra mcdonald is a broadway diva for sure for sure Obviously. what do you think about some of those other i know it's it's hard like you talked i think one of the things you mentioned was that you know that long generation career mm-hmm. of it and it is kind of hard when you sit i mean like i mentioned like cynthia Revo. she's really only been in like two things on broadway at least yeah or one yeah. or two things, but but I think I, I I think this relates maybe to our definition of between a Broadway star and a Broadway diva, right? A, I do think that a Broadway diva does things outside of Broadway. Mm-hmm. Cynthia Riva is a great great example of that. Jesse Mueller, are they the same age? I don't know, but you know is is not that example. Jesse Mueller, I think, is a Broadway star for sure. She's Broadway yeah. famous a thousand percent. Could right. she be someone like Kelly O'Hara or Audra McDonald in the future? Absolutely. She's done a lot of classical type roles as well. Yeah. Um, as they are, originating they are four some years roles. apart. Right. So yeah. in who's older? Jesse? Jesse's older. Cynthia. Yeah. So Jesse's thirty nine, Cynthia's thirty five. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think that that's maybe the distinction. I definitely think Jesse. I mean, she was kind of on my list too. Mm-hmm. But to think about, it, it's just hard for me to differentiate. I definitely think Cynthia Revo deserves to EGOT in our in our lifetime very soon, yeah. is my hope. Yes, so then you Wicked. have someone like Jesse Mueller who will probably never EGOT. And that's okay. That doesn't right. mean that she's not super talented. She is. She's incredible. And I right. can't wait to see what she does and continues to do. But I think yeah. there's a different caliber of the kind of work. True. Yeah, I love that. I think also, too, we think, like I was mentioning, like Stephanie J. Block and, and Ooh, I, well, I yeah. forgot to mention these, but we were talking about them Idina before Menzel, recording. Idina Menzel and Christian Chenoweth. I think those are some of like the modern Broadway 
key and i think that this is part of it right like they're in their 50s right 40s mid 40s yeah 50s yeah mid 40s early 50s you have reached a point where you have enough work under your belt to know this is who you are and this is what you're doing and this Mm -hmm. is I also cannot believe she married Tay Diggs. Sorry, Idina Menzel. Okay, as an aside, <laughs> I just cannot. That showmans, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, there is there is a clear... Yeah, maybe I'm going to re- redefine my definition. Kristen Chenoweth, Idina Menzel, and... Oop, all of them are 50, you're right, 50s. But Idina Menzel and, and Stephanie J. Block. And Stephanie J. Block have been in things outside of just the stage on Broadway. And I think <laughs> that makes it, even though it's been musical, most of it musical related, Bernadette Peters yeah. is the same way. So I do think there's this, the portfolio of work is larger. The pool of work is definitely larger. Mm-hmm. The thing that is different from these people that we discussed, Broadway divas, than other people divas that we've talked about or other stars hollywood stars coming to broadway is that these people their the root of their work their core of their work is on the stage right true and the last person i think again i think if we had if this was a mountain going to the top of the broad the biggest broadway <laughs> diva in my opinion imo i think it all leads to patty lapone <laughs> All roads I think, lead to Patty LaBelle. I think so. And I, I think I also, you know, as we wrap up here about talking with Pat, with finishing with Patty, I think do I think I kind of also want to pose the question, like, is it cool to be a Broadway diva? Like, is it is it cool yeah. anymore? Because when, listen, when I understand when Patty Lapone like yells at an audience member back and multiple yells times. at them, you know, multiple times to first. I mean, of course, one of the times was back in. If people don't know, where we'll put these in the show notes. Mm-hmm. In Gypsy, when apparently I don't know if you know this story, Rachel, but when she was not told all of the information when she was performing in Mama Rose, that there would be like photographers there, and so there were photographers, and then she like stopped the show and started yelling at this person yeah Yeah. and then of course everyone knows the company story at the ama when she someone yelled like they didn't want to wear their mask and then and of course that's also a safety issue but yelling at them as well during that and saying you know the producer pays her salary and all those things what's his Mm -hmm. name why can't i remember his name (laughs) so i don't know either but some of that kind of screams a little bit like i don't know like is that the kind of person we all like is that the kind of person that also fits in the broadway community anymore i don't know i think this is hard i mean first of all she's done so many things i we did not read her her resume but just insane an insane number yeah of broadway shows uh broadway debuting in 1973 yeah um yeah just crazy so much stuff so um, much theater and theater is truly her roots yeah. yes definitely yeah. obviously evita being in the original broadway production as eva mm-hmm. just so many things mm-hmm. oliver lame is yeah. in the original west end production yeah gypsy many um, times yeah just um, sunset boulevard yeah. i mean yeah. you know just war paint back in 2016 things. i know yeah. yeah so i 
I, this is a good question. Um, uh, as of recording this, Patty has said she is not going to be right on yeah. Broadway. She is denouncing the, I, the equity. The, the, yeah. Yeah. So I, <laughs> not to, not to pull in something else and try to compare it, but I'm going to anyway. Love it. Um, I wonder if we don't have, if it's, I wonder, oh, this is going to be hard. I'm going to get myself in a, in a mess here. <laughs> I'm curious if what happened with Laura Osnes and her mm. being, which is different, I understand, right. her behavior yeah. is still, still bad. Not yeah. the choices. I don't want to say that the choices would be the same that Patty would make. Right. But her behavior on the backlash of it was mm-hmm. the same as Patty's, in my opinion, of like the backlash of things. They both took up arms and said, I'm out of here. Right. Yeah. And with Laura Osnes, people are like, okay. I mean, it's sad for us to lose right. someone who I think could, could, is an amazing, is very talented yeah. Yeah. vocally on stage and all of that. Right. But well, you, you can know, see her anytime you want. I can. She's in Nashville. <laughs> but I wonder if she was a diva like Patty. Mm-hmm. That say it was Bernadette Peters who would do that. Who right. did that? Would we understand differently, or are we just done with that kind of behavior? I mean, clearly, people mm-hmm. are done with Patty's behavior, especially. Especially with other things coming to light, I think, from the company yeah. AMA and then just other things she said. She's right. very brash. She is yeah. really upfront. You wonder, is that because she is 70 years old? I don't know. Is it because she thinks she earns it? I don't know. Because right. then you have these other living legends like Cheetah Rivera and Bernadette Peters, and we don't hear things mm. about them, at least in, at yeah. right now that I know of where they're acting in a way that feels entitled. And I think, I do think that that's what this is. I think both of those actions, Laura Osnes and Patty, they feel entitled for the Broadway community to uplift them for very different reasons. Yeah. But Patty's like, well, everyone loves me, so I'm going to do whatever I want. Well, people only love you if you also act. Mm -hmm. We like, we, you know, we like people who say what we think. But at a certain point, we don't like those people right? because they also can't compose themselves because they're out of touch sometimes because they take things too far because why we really liked them was because they were talented and that talent is now overlooked by the things that they say. Yeah. Yeah. And well, there's also this air of like, oh, Patty's just being Patty. Like, that's just who she like well, and who true. she is, and then also, I, it's interesting you say like, "Oh, I don't know if people are, like, people are kind of not liking it anymore." But also, we just gave her a Tony Award this year, so I know, <laughs> like, there's that, well, and I wonder if that yeah. whole. I just wonder also too if that if that whole incident hadn't happened, I wonder if she even would have won AMA. the Tony Award. I think what is hard is to separate the talent and the expression that she has and i wonder if that is something that drives her if the talent that she has Mm -hmm. and she knows she has makes her feel entitled to say certain things or allows gives her permission to say certain things 
or if that's who she is and she is also talented. Right. Yeah. And we've talked about this before where it is can be very difficult to separate people who are extremely talented and who they are as people. Yeah. Like, you know, we didn't talk about Gwen Verdon, but we could have talked about Fosse at some point. We have, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and we can Fosse. talk about a lot of other directors, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. who are like that. And the ta- it, it, there is talent. Chris Pratt. I'm just naming another person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> another <Right>. Broadway diva. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. It's hard sometimes to figure out how to separate their artistic ability and mm-hmm. who they have become or who they were the whole time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know, Taylor. I don't know if we're over this kind of behavior, if we're over divas. Yeah. Mm. I think we're over divas being divas. Yeah. Yeah. I think we want a space where also the list of divas is as diverse as it can get. Right. right, where we right. we don't need someone else to play Mama Rose in order for them to be a diva. <laughs> True, right? Like, this True. Is the well, I think point. it's interesting. Even the era or the you know the person we, you know the the person we think the person you know the celebrity is Audrey McDonald versus Patty Lapone. Like those are two very yeah. different divas. Like for sure, very different. The way they carry themselves, the way they, you know, act in their community, things like that. I wonder, I feel like Patti LuPone has become a caricature of what a diva, Mm -hmm. a Broadway diva is. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And people expect it, too. So she's got to bring it. She's got to bring it. She, just so everyone. Yeah. 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 Just so everyone knows, she's been nominated for eight Tony Awards. Um, she has won three of them for powerhouse performances, Vida, Gypsy, and uh, Company this year. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Patty, you know. A Broadway we, diva well, for sure. A Broadway no, diva there. for sure. Maybe the largest and maybe one we'll be talking about, you know, Broadway. again on the show. Probably so, because we'll talk a lot about some of the shows. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I do want to shout out some other Broadway divas. All the cast of Six, listen. Everyone in Six, obviously. Um, I guess Lauren Lauren Patton, we want to shout them out. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Mm, oh, Rachel, what a great discussion. Thank you. Thank you. Broadway divas. Diva. All right, Rachel, let's talk about character of the week. We're back. Let's we're back with it. our back. character of the week. You guys we're aren't here. back, but we're back. <laughs> like we mentioned. We are back. Yeah. We're back and we're in charge. And this is a segment. <laughs> we are in charge. Reminding us. <laughs> this is a segment where Taylor and I pick the theater character that we're feeling like for this week. So we think, how have we been feeling? What have we been up to? Mm. And what theater character out there has the same thoughts, feelings, and vibes? That's right. That's right. We would also love to hear your characters. Also, your thoughts on Broadway divas. Who's your fave? Who's your least favorite? Can't wait to hear all of that. So comment on our social media pages. Tell us who your character is this week. And you may get a shout out on a future episode. Rachel, are you ready to hear my character this week? I am. Please tell me. 
Let's do it. So, listen, we're gearing up for that holiday season where I feel like, you know, today, as of recording, my wife and I put up all our Christmas stuff up, which is so fun. We drank some apple cider. We, we, you know, listened to Christmas music. And also, I feel like this time of the year is just so busy. Things are going, you know, I feel like we're planning a hundred things in the next month. Not really. But... Um, (laughs) so I'm kind of feeling just a little, you know, all over the place like this person. She's Mm -hmm. always, you know, trying to, uh, make meetings for the, the, her boss and also potential love interest because I am Grace from Annie. (laughs) Just showing Annie around. Loved it. (laughs) Just showing Uh, it. Wait, what's her last, Grace, is it, why can't I remember her last name? I don't know. I don't know. Randall. Does she have a last name? She clearly does, good, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yes, I am Grace fun. from Annie. Farrell. Grace Farrell. Who, mm-hmm. of course, one of our Broadway divas played in the 1999 movie, Audra McDonald. You are correct. So, you are correct. Yes. Grace. What a, what a, you know, Cecile will pick out all your clothes. You know, just want to add that. that in. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's Rachel, amazing. who is your good character you. this week? Yeah. Um, my character this week is inspired by a lyric that this character sings. Or <gasps> I love lyrics, it. <laughs> in the very end of the musical, during what the bows should have happened, and this is the very the last part after the bows. Love it. And I'm inspired by this character also this week because I, although I did not have a traditional Thanksgiving meal. I do love to eat things during the holidays. And this person, that's what their lyrics are about. Loving to eat things. Love it. And Taylor, you know what? Even though I'm a vegetarian, you cannot stop the knife and fork when I see the Christmas ham. You just can't. <laughs> so I'm Ed Turnblad from Hairspray this week. That is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> when I see a Christmas ham. Exactly. <laughs> honestly, the biggest yeah. deep Broadway diva of all, Edna Turnblad. <laughs> I, that's, uh, honestly, you're not wrong. You're True. not wrong. Harvey Firestein. <laughs> yes, uh, honestly. <laughs> True. True. Oh my gosh. I love that. You know. I love it. I'm here for it. Cool. Cool. <laughs> if you guys would like to join in on our discussion on Broadway Divas or uh, your character of the week, even check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next week. You can't stop the beat. Wait, we sang the same song. That's okay. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs>